Good morning. You will notice the show is a day later than it usually is. We're going to release this on Wednesday instead of Tuesday in solidarity of Blackout Tuesday. I'm actually recording this on Tuesday. I recorded a version of it on Monday and I wanted to come back today because it was really important to me that I speak to a couple of things I've seen in the last few hours, in the last few days. First of all, I'm going to get this wrong. And I'm sorry up front as just a blanket statement. Um, if ever my silence has slowed change. I don't have a big enough ego to think that my voice is enough to stop a movement such as this, but I know it didn't help. And I've spent the last several years pretty adamantly saying that the work I do not publicly, be it the women I work with or the brands I buy from or the campaigns I support or the action groups or civil rights groups or nonprofits that I support is enough. And for the most part, I still believe that. I think that spending my time and money and energy to make change is a critical step. I think that Facebook posts and Instagram posts and, and, you know, memes about how we're all in it together are great, but not totally useful. And so I will continue doing all the things I've always done. In fact, you're going to hear me talk about today. I'm doubling down on a lot of things. Um, but I'm going to be speaking up more. Which means if you prefer listening to a show that is, quote, not political or buying from a brand that's not political, this is probably a good place to stop listening uh, and head over to your local device and unfollow me. Because although equality and the idea that we are one and that we are equal shouldn't be political. Systemic change is political. There has to be a rebuilding of our society. There has to be a change and who's in charge. Here's the deal. Here in the United States, we don't actually live in a democracy. We live in a democratic republic which means our representatives, whether you like them or not, represent us. And personally, I don't feel very well represented. <laughs> and yes, this is 100% a Trump thing, but like not just, okay? This is how the structure of our government the goals of our government represent us. 
and they don't currently represent what a lot of us want to see. So it's time for a shift. It's time for a dramatic change. And that means throwing absolutely everything at it that we can. And a big part of that is learning. And so I have been and continue to invest in DEI work for myself, for my businesses, for my betterment so that I can show up in a way that creates change. So that I can see and learn from what I may not have been able to experience. And in some cases, what it is absolutely impossible for me to experience. And I'm grateful for the people who share their realities with us if and when we're willing to listen. I also want to remind you that it's not their job. (laughs) They must volunteer. And if you want to ask questions to a person of color, if you want to ask a black man or a black woman about their experience... Hire them. There are some really amazing leaders in that space that are willing to teach. But they do this for a living. They don't do this as a volunteer for your betterment. So invest. Not just in one person, in lots of people. In lots of ways, lots of times, over and over again. So this space, this podcast, my personal Instagram, occasionally the Uncommonly More Instagram, is going to be more politically active because this is not a trend. This is not... A fun challenge for us to participate on Instagram with. No. This is a movement that has been moving for many, many years. And that it's been too long. It's time. And here's the deal. It's going to be a while longer. I've been seeing... And what prompted this podcast is this idea of muting for a week. And it didn't feel right. It just, it did not, it did not feel right. It did not feel right to say, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to opt out and, you know, I'll see you next week. With my regularly scheduled content. Because. That to me. Feels. Like the 
epitome of privilege. I know you're unhappy with my silence, so I'm going to post this about why I'm being quiet. Make it seem like I'm being quiet for a real good reason, and then hope this blows over in a week and I can return to my regularly scheduled program. Change of this size does not happen in a week. This does not mean that black men and women need to be patient. It means that we all have to stay with this. Not just when it becomes a headline. Because let's be honest, we're not even caring every time it's a headline. This is not about one moment or one week or, quite frankly, one horrific incident. It's hundreds of thousands of millions of horrific incidences over 400 years. And so I will not be quiet. I will absolutely use whatever corner of the internet I get to occupy to speak up more. I will absolutely use every corner of the world I occupy to speak up more. But I will also use that corner of the internet and corner of the world to amplify the voices that are having the direct consequences of our behavior put on them every day. This is not a problem that black people created. It's just not. So it is not their job to fix it. And it's certainly not their job to fix it alone. And that's what happens when we go, oh, okay, I'm going to be quiet. You, you guys run with this. No. Step up. Stand next. When necessary, stand in front. I want to also talk about the business side of this and why my marketing will look a little different this week because I think we have more people listening this week than we normally do. But I'm not stopping my business. Next week's episode will be what was scheduled for today, which is should you have guests in your podcast? It's a good one. I promise. I will continue to sell and market and grow my influence and grow my audience and grow my bank account and support my clients in doing the same. Because this is a long-term battle. And the bigger my influence and the better my financial health the more impact I'm able to have. The more I can grow my team and pay my team, the more financial impact they can have. And so, yes, I am looking at some ways we can make changes in the business to donate our time to some of these organizations 
that we donate financially to. I am personally volunteering in a couple of political action groups and campaigns as we get closer to November. More on that soon. But also I'm financially supporting the work that's already happening. I'm financially supporting bail funds, legal funds, civil rights groups, political action groups, campaigns for candidates of color. Because the candidates who we need to see have different lived experiences than the ones we're seeing now. And so, yes, this is political. That ability comes from me continuing to do my work in the world. I'm reminded this week of why my team and I work with the people we work with. Because every one of them is ready, is rumbling, is putting one foot in front of the other and figuring out their right next step, is learning, is asking questions and listening to the answer. On the topic of asking questions, I really want to remind everyone in the world. So I'm going to remind you and then you're going to remind a friend and they're going to remind a friend and so on and so forth. Okay, we're going to, it's going to be like a game of telephone here. Google answers questions too. There is an amazing amount of content that will answer your questions like what can white allies do? Like, what is white privilege? Like, do I have white privilege? By the way, yes. <laughs> the answer's just yes. How do I have these conversations with my children? What are the books I should be reading? Where can I unlearn things? Google it. You will find resources. It is not your friends, your colleagues, your clients, your business besties. It's not their job. You're a grown-up. You figured out how to start a business. Think of all the things you've learned from Google and YouTube. This can be one of those things, too. And then when you find a resource sharing this information, pay them. Invest with them buy their courses, buy their books, book calls with them, join their communities, contribute to their Patreon, whatever it is. Over on the show notes for this episode, I'm going to have a link of the people who I am listening to right now, the resources they provide, because they are people, the resources are the curriculum they provide, just to be clear. I 
encourage you to not sit this out. Not this week, not next week, not ever. Change comes slow, too slow. But by opting out, we've slowed it further. Just because change comes slow does not mean we or anyone else needs to be patient. Just means we need to be consistently active. Over the weekend, I shared a post on Facebook originally and then sort of in all the places, as one does. And it was all about some of the things I'm doing now. And I started by really honestly saying, I'm going to screw this up. I'm sorry, but I am. I don't know what I don't know, but I'm sorry. I dropped my pencil, but I promise to keep learning. I promise to listen when you tell me. I promise to make changes. I promise I won't make the same mistake twice. And I do that and I learn and I evolve because I'm investing, not just financially, but with my time and with my energy. I'm doing the work. And that's what you need to be doing. That's what we all need to be doing is our own, our own work consistently. I'm donating to the organizations that are making change. Right now, it's been a lot of bail funds and legal funds. Um to support the protesters. Um, a couple of really amazing organizations doing what they can to get like food and water out to protesters, masks, protective gear, things like that. Again, links in the show notes. Um, and then fourth, I want to close this by reminding you that this is political. Vote for what you want to see. And I don't actually mean the president, although for sure, let's change that. Um, I think so often we forget the down ticket stuff. Uh, If you're unhappy with your chief of police, your city councilman, your city council people, hire him or her. Probably him. Probably a white guy. Anyways. Uh, they, They hire and fire him and they hold him accountable. So if you're unhappy with your chief of police, you're unhappy with your city council. If you are unhappy with charges that are being handed out and or not handed out in these cases, your district attorney is also electable. If you are unhappy with how the sheriff of your county handles arrests and they generally speaking also run your county jail system, fire him again, probably might be her, but it's probably him. Uh, just telling you the truth. Um, he's electable. Pay attention to that election too. And here's the deal. The people holding him accountable or her accountable are your county board of supervisors, which almost no one pays attention to on the ballot. County board of supervisors. Pay attention to those elections. Your mayors. Pay attention to those elections. And the ones that I think people spend the least amount of time paying attention to and have a way bigger impact than we realize are judges. If you don't like how cases are being handled, either with black defendants or 
police defendants or female defendants or anyone, judges are electable. And most of us go, oh, he's been a judge for a while, that's fine. No. When I lived in Arizona, when I lived in Phoenix, <laughs> there was a judge. They got elected year after year, year after year. Despite the fact that multiple times he'd been arrested on drug offenses. Which, you know, isn't it all not okay? Yeah. So pay attention to those judges. Pay attention to those city councilmen, to your county board of supervisors, to your sheriff, to your district attorney elections. Again, systemic change happens from the inside. This is, as a democratic republic, our fastest way to overthrow the government, is infiltrate it. So who do we want to see? What lived experiences do we want the people who are overseeing our police forces to have? I'm thinking it's a different one than the ones we've had so far. This is not just about national elections or state elections. Your city and your county, they matter too. They're the ones that, quite frankly, have the biggest impact in the day-to-day lives. Not just you, but your neighbors. So yes, let's, for the love of everything that's holy, change our national landscape but also local. Again, equality and treating people like people is not political. But the change we need to see is. And there's lots of ways we can do that. Protests, using our voices, using our money, voting with our dollars, also our ballots. We've got to show up. We've got to speak up. And then we've got to do it again. I'm not going to edit this episode. As you notice, there was no fancy musical intro at the front. There won't be one at the back. Just going to leave it as it is. Chimes and me dropping my pencil and all. Inside the show notes, there will be links to resources and organizations that I'm learning from. People who I'm listening to. I encourage you to find your own. These are a great place to start. And listen. But don't use listening as a cop-out to not speak. Our silence is no longer acceptable. So yes, I will continue to do the things I've done behind the scenes. Probably more. Definitely more. You're also going to hear from me more publicly about what I'm learning and what I'm doing with invites to do the same. I will see you next week with something a little closer to regularly scheduled programming. I would love to hear from you. Reach out on whatever platform makes sense for you. And I'll talk to you soon.